Alright. Hey guys, Coach Locke. I'm here with Gus. Today we're just going to go over some nutrition talk for obviously all of our members. So within this, um, these have just been questions that we've been asked over and over. Um, to save us a little bit of time and for ease of access for you guys, uh, yeah, we've made a little bit of a podcast for you all to wrap your listening gear around. Sup, guys? Yeah, that would be Angus. So, um, yeah, like I said, we're going to talk about um, nutrition, a few different things, obviously, um, you know, what the hell it is, what macros are, how to count them, um, what they account for in the body essentially so how they are distributed uh throughout the body um eating for different goals um and yeah just a bit of general shit talking to follow so i think we're pretty good as well because obviously we've got the guys at the moment on the cbb challenge um so we're good for these guys as well as everyone else who is interested about their nutrition um for today as Locke said we're not going to dive too deep into into any crazy areas we're probably trying to keep it pretty simple um, implementable as well so you've got something to take away today and implement straight into your nutrition plan whether you're working on it or you can take away something to start working with today which would be pretty cool hmm. if you do have any other follow up questions after this as well don't be afraid to reach out obviously um, this is for everyone to absorb but our biggest goal is to obviously educate you guys so um, yeah we're going to jump straight into it uh, and go straight to the macros what are they um, yeah Gus tell us a bit about them Yep, so macros essentially when you think about it, they're the building blocks of our food, so the makeup of our food. So there's three main macronutrients, we've got proteins, carbs, and then fats. So if we look at those three, we'll go over protein first. So really the goal of protein, uh, it's a building block for our body to, to grow and stimulate muscle. So when we consume protein, um, it's actually how it stimulates um, protein synthesis in the body. So when we work out, we're breaking down our muscles, we're tearing muscle fibers, and in order for our body to strengthen those muscle fibers and for them to grow back stronger, we actually need uh, the macronutrient protein to allow us to do that. Uh, if we look at carbs, so carbs, when that's consumed, that's broken down and stored as glycogen. And when we uh, usually, for the training that we're doing especially, it's a lot more of a glycolytic sport. So when we're doing like high intensity sports, we're usually burning our carb stores, so our glycogen um, first. So it's very important that we replenish that as well. Um, obviously, it depends how much of how much of um, carbs you've got to consume straight after a workout, pre or post, or throughout the day. It depends on your specific goals. Um, but that's essentially why we're we're consuming that. It's a bit more of a um, an energy um, store rather than anything else. So the third one we've got fats. Fats. I like to think of this as a bit more like slow releasing. So. Usually, if you look at fats, someone like an ultra-endurance runner or a marathon runner, we're usually burning a lot more fats rather than carbs. Um, so the way I like to think of it is like carbs is like fast-release energy, fats is a little bit more slow-release energy. Um, when we're seeing people, say if you've got like weight loss as a goal, um, we're trying to kick you into burning your fat stores as quick as possible, which is why we would reduce the carbs down. Uh, there is a fourth macronutrient, alcohol, um, but... It's probably one that's not really spoken about very much. So when we look at alcohol, um, our body tries to dispose of that first before we actually start to digest or break down any other macronutrient in the body. So say if you were to have a meal um, and then you smashed alcohol and that sort of thing straight away with it, your body would try to dispose of that alcohol straight away um, before it actually started breaking down any of the protein, carbs or fats that you consumed. Um, if we look at the macros as well, um, if we like looking at say tracking, which I know a lot of the guys are starting to learn that are doing the challenge at the moment. If we consume one gram of protein, it's four calories. One gram of carbs is four calories. 
one gram of fat is nine calories. Uh, if we're looking at alcohol as well, one gram of alcohol is seven calories. So essentially what you're saying with the alcohol, if I'm out having a few beers um, and then obviously consuming a fair bit of alcohol, I'm also eating a bunch of shit that night as well. They go hand in hand. Um, it's not uncommon to, you know, grab a quick snack before the taxi ride home. So yep. um, my body's going to try and process all that alcohol first and essentially store all the junk that I've just consumed as well, obviously yep. enhancing my, my weight gain and um, inhibiting any kind of fat loss as well. So, yep. um, bang on. Yeah. Yeah, yep, totally. Okay. Thank you. Cool. Um, yeah, so you covered over essentially protein being the building blocks which is really cool um carbs essentially being short-term energy fats being long-term energy yep right that's as simple as we're going to put it there um counting macros you did that beautifully as well one thing i do want to cover over um and often i find myself doing this uh when i'm getting snacks i feel as though i almost have to hide them from a lot of people in cvp um and this is a big reason whilst we're actually making this podcast is to educate you guys a, so that I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> but B, um, just so you understand, like eating for different goals uh, means completely different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so for me, my goal is performance. I really care nothing. Uh, yeah, I just, like, my, my biggest goal is performance purely because, yeah, that's that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, health, yeah, I need to stay healthy as well to perform. Um, but as far as, like, fat loss weight gain that all all just kind of come and go and whatnot um depending on where i am yeah. throughout the year so um what like your goal what yeah do you... mine's gonna be the same performance yeah. and sort of how i think about that as well is if you're not too sure like usually what you think is what do you focus on mainly when you train i know mm-hmm. for lock and myself like we focus on um you know what times are we getting are we lifting heavier like they're the main focuses for us whether mm-hmm. someone who would have health or weight loss as a goal like you would be tracking different metrics like absolutely yeah what are your body measurements exactly or, yeah like so I mean when was the last time you weighed yourself or yeah. um, really deep dove into something like that so yeah, exactly. again that's a, not a metric for us to measure um, however that is a very select few but that is something that we're obviously very clear on ourselves with so um, first up let's let's go straight into because it is the most common one it's a it's a big reason why a lot of people come into the gym mm-hmm. uh eating for fat loss mm-hmm. um what can you tell us about that yep so usually the first thing we look when we look at fat loss is well the first thing that i look for is what sort of carb intake is that person got at the <laughs> yeah moment. absolutely yeah um like we went over before with the macros um carbs is very like you're only burning it when you're doing more high intensity workouts. Yep, sure. So yep. anything where you would say roughly like you're probably like 150 beats per minute or above yep. in regards to your heart rate. Yeah, like hard work. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, and for majority of people, they don't do that, especially when they're first coming to the gym, like previously. Um, so... Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, they're not burning a lot of the carbs that they're consuming. Mm-hmm. And if you look at, especially as Australians in our society, if you walk into Woolies or Aldi or whatever, like majority of the foods they're seeing on the shelf, they're jacked full of carbs. Oh, insane. Yeah, whether it is like hidden sugars or, or just a, like a carbohydrate-based product. 100%. Yeah. Because we do, like we produce a lot more wheat here as well. Like wheat and barley is like the main two things that we produce in Australia. Yeah. So in order for them to obviously dispose of a lot of that, they push it into more foods. Yeah. Then we, we grow it so much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, if someone walks into their gym and, and their goal is weight loss, so first things first, I look at what are the carbs they're consuming because, yeah. like I said, the carbs are being stored and just turning to fat when they're yeah. not burning those. So, 
whether we kept them on the same diet or not when they first came into the gym and we got them moving, yes, they would probably start to lose weight because they're burning more calories, they're burning more carbs when they're working out. Yeah. But to add to the result and for them to see better results faster, we would look, probably look at reducing the carbs down a little bit. Yeah. That's probably the main thing. For the most part, yeah. For the most part, exactly. Um, and then the other thing as well would be the protein, the protein intake. Um, yeah. Majority of people, um, we don't consume enough protein at all. Oh, not at all. Um, so we look at like, you know, bumping that up a little bit. And if we do consume protein, majority of people consume it at dinner time. So like one meal, they might be having like 60 to 70 grams of protein, which is pretty much like there's no benefit to consuming all your protein in one sitting anyway. Absolutely. Because your body's not going to process all that at once. And mm. essentially the first 30 grams of your protein uh, throughout your day just goes straight to organ function. So, um, I mean, a lot of people aren't even consuming 100 grams. Um, so, I mean, it, I guess it's just borderline impossible for them to well for their bodies to repair properly yeah yeah 100 um so yeah we look at like i guess pushing that up a little bit in regards to their protein intake yep um but more consistently throughout the day as well like rather yep. than just punching it all in one meal we look yep. at having say like between 20 to 25 grams of protein yeah maybe like between four and six times a day depending yep. on what your goals and what we need to do there yeah um, and then just on that as well i mean that's obviously for uh, harder for people with different lifestyle choices um I've found, uh, obviously, vegetarians, vegans, they're obviously going to have to supplement that stuff a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, still awesome ways to eat. That's that's perfectly fine. But um, it's just one thing to be very wary of uh, if you are uh, vegan or vegetarian. Yeah, those yeah. two in particular. Totally. Um, and, yeah, the carb, like the carb side of things as well as a vegetarian, like, I noticed that it's just – it is a lot harder to eat high-protein, high-fat as a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Um Unless you just, you know, turn into a nut and then, yeah, just, just get around it like that. But, I mean, that's not very... Um, it's not going to last long term for you, so... For sure. Yeah. Um, the other thing I want to cover on fat loss is, I mean, what is, what's your opinion here? I mean, there, there's definitely a right way and a wrong way here, but, I mean, just to clarify for everyone else, um, fueling the body versus starving the body, what's, like... Let's talk about starving the body. Like, yep. why Why is that not going not to work for fat loss? Mm. Well, if we look at starving the body, like, you're, you're, just through your day-to-day activity, um, your body needs something to burn. Absolutely. Yep. And if there's no fuel in the body to burn, mm-hmm. like, yes, you're going to be burning fat a little bit, but you're also going to be burning muscle as well, yep. which is the thing that we're trying to build. Yeah, so your backups. Yeah. Like your reserves. Exactly. Yep. And if we look, and if our body's having to break down our muscle to produce yep. energy like that's not a good thing because the goal is especially for fat loss we're trying to build lean muscle now although some people come into the gym and they're like my goal is fat loss I don't care about muscle my goal is fat loss and but stop here ladies we never tell you this but this is exactly what every coach nutritional coach PT is going to do to you <laughs> um, so we want them to build muscle yeah exactly Absolutely. Yeah. yeah we 100% want you to build lean muscle mass and because of that so if you look at lean muscle it's the most highly metabolic system or function mm-hmm. in the body so essentially what that means when your body holds more lean muscle mass yep. your body has to work harder throughout the day to be able to hold on to that yep. and then when it's working harder everything's working harder to hold on to that you're burning more calories Absolutely. Um, and you're burning more calories you're losing more fat exactly yeah um, so, I don't know, for us, like, where we hold a significant amount of muscle mass. Obviously, me far more than you. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, we've been training for so many years, yeah. very consistently. Yeah. So, even us sitting here right now, our body is, like, working like crazy to Absolutely. hold this muscle. Yeah. Um, which is one of the reasons why we have to eat so much. Yeah. I mean, this is one of the things you'll see me um, doing my 
you know, my shot of olive oil before bed. Uh, for, like, it, it is really hard to hold this body weight for me um, yeah. because I carry like a substantial amount of lean mass. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people say, oh, like, I wish I could do that. Yeah. Well, like, I'm not saying you can, but if you have trained consistently for the last four years and you carry a certain amount of muscle mass, like, yeah, I, I definitely take it to an extreme level, but you can start to do these things um, probably in more you know healthier ways but exactly um, yeah. you have a little bit of freedom there once you carry the, you know a significant amount of muscle mass mm-hmm. yeah yep, definitely yeah so like and just to clarify like when we say you've got to like the goal is to build lean muscle mass it doesn't mean you're going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> no, in six months no absolutely um, not and like, especially like like you said with females it's one of the biggest things that we get is like like I want to lose fat but I still want to look like skinny and toned yeah like I don't think you got under, like you understand how hard it is to actually build muscle. Like, well, females there, uh, and this is no dig at women at all. Like, they're deficient in testosterone, which is like the main growth hormone. Like, it's going to, like, what it takes for a female to look like that is something special. Um, they definitely they have to work harder. So when you do see a, fem- a female who is jacked like that, like, bravo to them. It's it's such an incredible feat for them to even to look like that. 100%. Um, there's definitely a genetic side of thing as well, but um, as far as, yeah, you know, looking like a female Arnie, it's just, yeah, ladies, it's not going to happen. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Don't stress. <laughs> so, like, I guess, like, in regards to, like, a training tip that we can give you now, like, whether you, like, if you're coming in training by yourself, whether you're doing a class, um, it's not, it's not literally, like, the focus shouldn't be coming in and just doing cardio for 20 to 30 yeah for minutes. sure because like, no. you're not going to look toned if you don't have fucking muscle mass like that's simple yeah, yeah. exactly so yeah. the training we do like we're doing like high intensity like functional movements yep. so it's like we're lifting weights we're doing kettlebell swings we're doing clean and yeah. like we're doing all these things whether you know some days we're working on the strength we're lifting really heavy yep. some days it's lighter and we're doing like more metabolic conditioning yep. so we're doing like lighter weights more reps like all those have their places working different energy systems we're um, stimulating the muscle in different ways yeah so I think that that's why it's so benef- like beneficial what we're doing yeah absolutely like really the body will adapt to anything and that's like going on to the starving um, side of things what we were talking about mm-hmm. um, if you underfeed your body like it'll just get used to you know essentially working at a subpar level um, and it's the same as you know doing the same training program over and over and over your body adapts it is it is incredibly intelligent uh, one guy once said to me he's like yeah the body would adapt to Auschwitz like I'm not saying it should but it will like <laughs> okay. do you know what I mean just because it can and will do it like it's yeah. it's not necessarily the right thing to do so um, yeah that's probably one of the biggest things is like why the, our training works so much and then obviously yep. yeah back on that starvation thing but totally. um Fueling the body for mm-hmm. fat loss. I mean, we sort of covered that a little bit in regards to like, like why it's important to, to fuel the body so that way your body, so you're actually using the um, your food in your body and your fat to burn energy, not yeah. the muscle. Because like I said, if the if there's not enough food coming in, yeah, okay, um, yeah, your body's not going to essentially be burning that food to produce any. It's going to be cool. burning your muscle more. Uh, so there we go. All right, um, next one I want to talk about eating for health. Uh, we haven't really delved into it too much um, about the micronutrients. Just we are trying to keep this relatively basic today. But um, eating for health. I mean, you're obviously going to have a relatively balanced uh, macronutrients intake. Um, that does take some time to get right for, uh, for many different people. It's obviously quite different for everyone. Um, but one of the other big keys, obviously, micronutrients as well. Um, have you found... 
as far as intake goes, you know, what's been, uh, what have been like really big markers for health that you've seen in, in coaching people, do you think? Um, like what, what, what do I've done with my guys? Yeah. Well, like with your guys or like, um, I mean, as a, as a performance athlete, like you've got a performance metric as a fat yeah. loss uh, client you've got a you know a fat loss metric oh, yeah. um, what do you think like is a is a good health metric um, I'd probably say like there's a few different areas like I'd probably say sleep is a is a very good metric mm-hmm. in regards to like do you think that you're healthy or not <laughs> yeah or, like, absolutely yeah because um, obviously sleep is just as important as nutrition um, if so not I think, more yeah, if not yeah more. absolutely um, so I think like sleep is a massive one if you find that you're like you're shit at sleep like you don't get very good quality sleep and shit at sleep doesn't just mean like oh man I get 10 hours sleep every night but like you might yeah. sleep with the lights on the TV blaring like exactly oh, yeah. that is not good sleep nah 100% because yeah. like you're right there is sleep like um, quantity yeah like the amount of hours of sleep yeah. but then there's also sleep quality and if you look at like REM sleep the goal is like optimal to be getting about two hours of REM sleep yep because it's where like, it's where we see like testosterone, like human growth hormone, all those things being released. Yep. So you know, I've known people that have got ten hours sleep, but they might only be getting like you know a half hour or one hour of rest. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I went through that, that be... a phase with that um, when I started tracking my sleep uh, with my watch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, getting nine plus, but like less still less than an hour of ram mm-hmm. uh, as soon as i cut out the tv before bed took it out of my bedroom then it was game on like yeah well and truly like even over two hours of REM sleep um, yeah. in actual like shorter periods of sleep time too so yeah. um that was a really cool one just a few lights off yep. earlier yep and one of my clients like he's awesome with his sleep like yep. routine like he gets so he tracks his sleep like that's his thing yeah like, yeah cool. cross it like it. <laughs> that's his he, metric that's his that's like, metric of health there you go because he yeah. when he sleeps on like he's so productive throughout the day of course. he smashes through the day yep like he gets so much done um, but he sleeps about six to seven hours a night and gets anywhere from two to two and a half hours of REM sleep REM sleep so he's obviously got like a, a fantastic pre-bed routine yep pre-bed routine meditates yep. a lot does okay. a lot of work on himself mentally. so very mindful yeah yep. um, and obviously stress has a big it's a massive in regards to like um, how well you sleep is he uh, like a stressed guy or is he like someone who kind of uh, everything kind of is water off a duck's back or... pretty much yeah, yeah, yeah. he manages his stress very well okay not yeah. to say he doesn't have stress but he just manages it like, he's yeah. still, like he runs his own business and stuff but he's got to the point now he knows where to deal with his stress so well yeah. that he's not sitting there at 10pm before he goes to bed on his phone trying to message people back again, like, yeah oh, shit. Like, I remember I, t- I told myself this uh, when I was younger so you can quote me on it if you want but um, <laughs> one of the things I used to tell myself because he used to stress a lot was stress doesn't change the outcome it just ruins your mindset um, and then as I've gotten older and learned more, it obviously, it's not just your mindset that it ruins. Like it's, it's, you know, sleep quality, recovery, like it is detrimental to, to everything. Like, yes, we need to have some form of stress in our life. It's how we essentially, um, create growth, mm-hmm. but managing it, uh, is definitely a, another skill in itself. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Um, Another big one for health, like obviously it's spoke about sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what other stuff are you looking for there? Um, we sort of touched on it then, but stress management's a big one yep. as well. Um, stress is probably one of the, I think one of the biggest killers mm-hmm. for people. Like you can literally, like it's called psychosomatics when your your mental state actually affects you physically. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, and stress is like a big contributor to that. So, you know, I've known people in the past um, where they're so stressed out 
and so they're in more like a fight or flight state. So their well, cortisol at all times. is super high. Yeah, yeah. Because when you're stressed, your cortisol is high. Your test is ostr- your test arm is super low. Yep. Um, so you're not recovering you know, very well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like I've seen people with like absolute like just red around their eyes, rashes all through their head. Like so their body's smoked. Yeah, their body's yeah. just like not recovering at all, and like yeah. their toxins are being released in their body all the time just because they're so like stressed out. Yeah. Um, but they don't know how to manage it very well. So yeah. I think like a good health marker, like if you find that you can deal with stress pretty well when something hits you from left field. Yep. Um, and I think like a good way to sort of track that is how how long does it take you to deal with that problem or challenge that's come up? Yeah. Okay. I know for yourself, Locke, like you're like I see you as being someone who's very good at dealing with stress. Like when things pop up, it's almost like sweet. Like where's the opportunity or how do we fix the problem rather than like fuck these things come up and then you're still talking about the exact same thing a week later so. uh, yeah I guess I definitely um, the biggest thing for me I did, didn't do that well for a long time and I suppose that again, again it just comes back to um, being who you're surrounded by so as a trade I mean you know something goes wrong there's a select few swear words and then uh, the finger comes out like who do you point the blame to and then it just it's a, just a war game from there and that's just how the whole construction industry seemed to work and I remember that's actually one of the big reasons I come across to the fitness industry Um, because people control they respond to situations they don't react Um, don't get me wrong I still react at times but it's about learning how to like you know when yeah shit hits the fan take three breaths I know it's very cliche and then like actually think about that is like more than enough time to think about what a, a reasonable response to a situation would be instead of just being like you know again those select few swear words and, <laughs> and um, obviously a reaction um, you know it's, it's never a good outcome yeah. um, an aggressive reaction that's for sure yeah 100% um, you got another health marker for me we'll go through one more health marker there yeah um, it's, it's similar to stress but it is a little bit different I look at a lot um, for myself my mood so yep. When I look at my mood, I'm talking about um, I, the main thing I focus on specifically inside my mood is how is my relationships with other people. Okay. So yeah. if I find that I'm very short with other people and mm. I don't want to give them the time of day, and I'm very like, you know, like they have a problem, they come to me with a problem or a challenge, and I'm like, basically in my head, I'm like, fuck you, like, I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> yeah. I know absolutely. that like my, Got my own shit to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know that like that's that's not on them. That's something that I've got to deal with. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, and that can come from a different area. So it could be my sleep that's affected because they obviously all tie into each oh, other. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, but my mood's another a metric that I track in regards to how's my health going. Of course, um, yeah. So you know, lately I've been working on like eating a little bit cleaner. Mm-hmm. Um, not yeah, you're looking um, you're looking lean. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. I know my, I feel like my mood with other people like has been a lot better. I'm a lot, like a lot more patient with people um, during class time. Um, I'm a lot more like um, like my relationship with like with my partner, mm-hmm. um, with my family. That sort of thing has been a lot better. Do you find yeah like even in that saying like that you uh, respond to situations versus react? Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm like again like I'm helping. I'm trying to help them see the opportunity or help them grow. Yeah, of course. Like I know when. My mood's shit, or I'm stressed out. I just try to fix the problem straight away. Yeah, so that way and if you just can't, yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, so, but yeah, that's like another metric usually that I yeah help track myself. Cool, cool. Uh, quickly touch base on performance. Yep. Uh, I know it's gone a bit long, guys, but um, bear with us. You can obviously skip ahead, go back, um, listen to the kind of section that relates to you the most. So, yep. um, 
And we'll even put this on the uh, comment section as well, what time to listen to, so you can just skip ahead to what interests you the most. But, um, I mean, yeah, at CBP, we've got a few performance athletes. Um, yep. We're animals. Um, yeah. And this is obviously something that you and I are both, both very passionate about. Um, yeah, I mean, performance is... It comes down to a couple of things. Uh, performance to everyone is obviously quite different. Um, but as far as fueling your body mm-hmm. for performance, I mean, us as a functional fitness athlete, um, we need to be able to, you know, lift certain amounts of load, uh, heavy loads. Uh, heavy, in, by definition, is obviously different for everyone's yep. um, levels. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, you need to lift heavy loads be able to do you know extended periods of conditioning mm-hmm. or something that is um a blend of the two essentially mm-hmm. where we are shifting heavy loads well moderate to heavy loads for extended periods of time over and over and over yep. um combining that with some form of conditioning as well so yeah um how how are you going to eat for performance like what would a day mm-hmm. a day of eating pre we'll go pre and post yep. and then maybe just like talk about like a day of eating is it going to be super clean like let's just go straight to that yeah. because we'll cut the shit yeah um <laughs> if you're a performance athlete doing functional fitness training two to three hours a day yeah are you going to eat super clean all day well like to go to the chase <laughs> like no like we're not eating paleo that's definitely for sure no but like, if we look at for the most part we try to yeah yeah because that's how get your meat and veg in and yep. all the good stuff yeah 100 percent um if you look at performance, like we spoke about just before, for us, the focus isn't... Like, the focus is still, like, yes, the sleep needs to be good, but it's not the main focus. The focus for us when we train, it's how do we get a faster time the next time? Or the next time we do this clean and jerk in three or four months, how do we lift heavier? Absolutely. So, when we look at those things, and to answer your That's question specifically, yeah. yep. um, we look at that and we break it down. Okay, so if you look at specifically nutrition, yep. what nutrient like what um food specifically do we need to to eat yep to achieve that goal okay now because the goal is not health or fat loss we're not going to be cutting out the carbs no so but for us because of our performance goals we are going to be pretty much just jacking every single macronutrient up to the hills to the hills yeah so like you said like if you see like Locke or myself around the gym it's almost like oh what these guys get to eat that like that's bullshit we don't get to like we have to yeah like, like it's um, not fun sometimes. That's the and I mean I'll, I'll go into this pretty deep anyway. Like I've got uh, more issues probably than than most people when it comes to nutrition. I fucking hate eating. Like mm-hmm. it is the most frustrating time of my day. Every time I have to sit down and put food into my body, I yep. despise it. And the fact that I have to do it so often um, for me that's that's really challenging. Like yep. a lot of people um, they think because we look this way and whatnot or. Um, that we get to eat that that we're having a great time but it's mm-hmm. we still have like our own challenges in, inside of that as well like, totally um, 5,000 calories a day isn't easy <laughs> yeah 100% yeah but again like the goal of performance is how fast can you recover Absolutely. and get back into the gym yeah like, so we want to be goal. in some form of surplus or pretty damn close to maintenance yeah right? exactly uh, depending on time of year and stuff like that yeah of course so if the goal is to get back into the gym like ASAP, fully recovered. Yeah, you can't do that by eating minimal amounts. No, absolutely not. Um, to recover. No. So, 
I, so what we're trying to do essentially, if we look at say a meal specifically, yep, one meal. Um, one meal. So we wake up in the morning. The meal is going to look like high protein, anywhere from like thirty to forty grams of protein. Yeah, to get easy. That straight in. Straight in. Um, the carbs probably anywhere from someone's normal daily intake if they're trying to like yep. lose fat so anywhere from like you know 80 to 150 grams of carbs yep it's gonna be very high carbs and then the fat's pretty moderate like obviously we don't want too high of a fat depending on when we're training because yep. fat is more like slower digesting yeah absolutely um so we don't want to push too, too that too much of that in before we train because then your body's more focused on trying yeah, to break that down yep. rather than um focusing on training hard so um you know, for, me, for myself, I have like usually between four to six eggs in the morning. Yeah, I'm um, yes, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. When I eat. <laughs> yeah. Um, like four slices of toast um, and then maybe like, I don't know, a bowl of cereal or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. So, I don't know. Is it unhealthy? Like, yeah, if the goal is health, it is. But if, if you could have like, it's, if you look at the percentage game um, uh, and have like 100% is and it has to be broken it's like protein carbs fats kind of thing if you look at it um, like health and performance um, and longevity kind of thing mm-hmm. um, if you if you move any marker one way like something has to give yep. um, and you, if you move it to any extreme level like yeah something has to give significantly yep. um, and that could be you know a, a few different things not to say what we do isn't isn't healthy like but it's the same as anything though like you take any high-performing sport to the top level and you don't last long there. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason people don't last long. It's... The body can't handle it mm-hmm. for extended periods of time. Yeah. And by top tier, it's like, oh, just because you work pretty hard, like, that's not top tier, mate. <laughs> like, top tier is a whole other ball game. It's yep. when, you you know, you've got everything dialed in, you know. Um, Basically, your whole lifestyle is based on achieving one goal. Absolutely. That yeah. is that is top tier. Yeah. Uh, it's not by like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty tough or mm-hmm. I'm uh, pretty fit or something like that. Like, yeah. top tier is, yeah, game on, one focus. That's, that's you. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, so in regards to performance, um, yeah, basically everything's just, I guess if you look at health, everything's just times that by three take it to the extreme <laughs> yeah. and that's performance yeah so, feed just um, eat <laughs> yeah I, 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 I've heard it multiple times um, you know I've, I've actually literally had someone in the gym the gym I was at previously say like it's bullshit how you because I put up Instagram stories of my food sometimes yeah it's bullshit how you, you get to eat the foods that you do when you're a coach and I literally like replied with like well when you train four hours a day you can eat whatever you want yeah it's not that we don't like uh, and it's the, it goes into pretty much everything here mm. um, you just gotta earn it yeah so like uh, we give up not give up that's the wrong word we get to train we have adapted our lifetime our lifestyle to be able to train anywhere between two to four hours a day because it's what our goal is mm-hmm. um, so we get to do that and then in return we get to eat like and I and I say I get to because it's not a chore to train um, it's fucking luxury like it is fantastic yeah um, but yeah we we have they go hand in hand you don't train that much and not eat like your body is just yep. not going to function it's the same thing as um, eating for fat loss like you essentially have to earn what you eat yep. obviously a far, on a far more strict level mm-hmm. but it's just the same principle that applies 100%. like earning your food instead of being like oh yeah I worked pretty hard like 
dude, you didn't sweat and it's like the middle of summer, like, fuck, you didn't work hard. Yeah. Like, you're not going to reward yourself with, you know, some treats after a workout. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, yeah. Yeah, just stuff like that. So essentially, yeah, like we covered, in a nutshell, fat loss, lower carbs, high protein, high fat. Yep. Um, it's going to work for the most part. We'll play around, obviously, with different people. Yep. Um, for different reasons eating for health yeah big focus is going to be actually outs- well a little more outside of nutrition obviously relatively balanced macros and whatnot but obviously mm-hmm. the other markers being um, stress and sleep yep. and their performance just pretty much constantly being in uh, some form of surplus for the most part of the year mm-hmm. um, until let's say if you've got a competition season then you're going to drop back to either a very very minuscule deficit or maintenance levels yep. um, so that you don't have excess anything yep. right? we don't want to be performing on excess and again that's for that could be very different depending on your performance goals like a yep. uh, power lifter not, not a power lifter like a strong man's not going to want to lean down for a comp versus like an Olympic weightlifter. Two, still two strength sports, but it's just like one is uh, goes off weight, body weight, and, and weight lifted. Strong man is just like, just move shit A to B. Be big, heavy, strong is what it is. Um, so yeah, it can be pretty, pretty different there. Um, one more thing I do want to dive into, Gus. Uh, one thing that you wish that you could tell your younger self, and by younger self, I mean like little skinny old Gus, first walks into a gym and a coach walks up to you and goes bro I've got a secret uh, what does he say um, he says it's not all just like it's not all in training so yeah 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 cool like that's something when I first started like I focus like 95% of my energy on training yeah and I think we've all been there and 5% of the, the other shit yeah um, wait what other shit <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, by other shit I mean like, you know, sleep, nutrition, yep. stress management, all those the markers. Um, yep. all those markers that we've been over. So I think and that's why you know, I really like um, I really like it here at C V P because we do focus on that stuff. Like we're mm. always open to having people come up to us after the training session, um, flick us a message and be like, Yo, like this is what's happening, have you got any tips or like, you know, how can we go about this differently? Yeah. So I think like training's still definitely important because you know, without training, like they're all, they're all tied together. Without training, you're not going to build lean muscle mass. Yeah, without food, you're not going to build lean muscle mass. Like exactly. it, it all goes hand in hand. Yeah. So, but I think by making a bigger focus, yeah. Um, you know, on the other areas, because for most people, it's come in. The hard work is in the gym for the hour. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so I'm done. For and it's like shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> and wonder why they like don't get super lean or yeah. don't like their body doesn't uh, make any adaptation or anything like that. Exactly. Or not like visible. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it comes down to your goal as well. You know, those three hours, those three um, those three areas, so like fat loss, health, or performance. Yep. Obviously, if the goal is fat loss, you don't want to have to spend four to eight hours focusing on all the different areas like we are. But in saying that, like you still want to put in a good effort for the hour at the gym. Oh, but yeah. Then an hour like, is more than enough. Yeah, totally. Oh, like you, you go hard for an hour, it's game. Like, perfect. Yeah. yeah. But then it's important as well to take another hour to focus on the other things for the day as well. Mm-hmm. So whether that be the nutrition, let's focus on that on that first. Well, think yeah, just think about like another hour of recovery, and yep. inside of recovery could be nutrition, it can be some stretching, or yep. um, it can be some mindfulness practice. And mindfulness can obviously be for a few different reasons as well, mm-hmm. um, just the lower stress levels. Yep. Um, but yeah, and would you say like two hours a day? It's kind of like what's that? That's 
you know, two out of 24 hours in a day. It's not a whole lot. You probably spend more than that on your phone. Um, and you're going to... Yeah, actually definitely spend more than that on your phone <laughs> every day. Um, you know, and it's going to benefit you mentally, physically, you know, in, yep. in every every way, shape and form. 100%. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely what I'd tell my own self. What about yourself? What would you... Dude, I was the same. I used to say that fucking it was nothing to do with like what you eat. It was just how hard you went. Um, I obviously I had no idea, and I just like happened to be eating heaps anyway. Yep. So um, I was able to obviously make a lot of change really quick. And when everyone's like, "Oh, it's in the kitchen," I'm like, "Nah, bro, it's in the curls." <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, exactly the same as you, man. Just, yep. just it's a big focus on on the outside areas of training. Yep. Yeah, sure. Cool. cool. All right, guys. Uh, we'll be back next week anyway. Uh, yeah, with uh, another potty on something else. Yeah. If you have, <laughs> as Locke said at the start, yeah. If you have any um, areas that you're interested in us chatting about, um, and you think it'd be valuable for other people to hear as well, just drop it in the comments. Reach out. Throw us a question. Um, and yeah, we'll punch it into one of the potties if it if it suits the topic for the day. And yeah, hope you guys enjoyed it. Cool. Uh, Thanks, uh, coming from the coaches of CVP. Peace out. Peace.